And welcome, once again, to another episode of the Horizon Roundtable. Uh, you know, we're usually excited about all these shows, but this one is especially exciting. I'm Bob McDonald. Uh, I'm on Twitter, at Bob McDonald. And with me is my co-host, Jimmy Lemke. Hello, everybody, and happy Sunday. Yeah, or whenever you're listening to this. <laughs> Yeah, happy day of listening to this uh, song, you know, this podcast. And Jimmy, of course, is on Twitter at PantherU, and you can follow us on the podcast on Twitter as well at Horizon RT. Jimmy, we're getting close to 100, 100 follows. I know that's you know that's kind of small potatoes in Twitter world, but you know, I think it's a big deal. I don't know. Anyway, yeah, so. maybe who knows. Well, I mean, it's been the off season, so I mean, but you know, we we've kept busy. We we've done some great stuff in the off season. You know, we we talked to a lot of great folks. Uh, uh, we've talked to a lot of great folks, coaches. You know, Rashad Phillips was a great uh, was a great interview. Um, yes. But we we finally got some actual Horizon League news to talk about. The schedule is finally out, and. Motor City Madness is going to go away. <laughs> no, really? Yeah, like we didn't telegraph this like, oh, I don't know, four months ago. So the situation is this. Um, I could have told you that was eventually going to happen in the another, second yeah, the ink. Yes, another breaking news. Contract. Water is wet. <laughs> so... Here is what here is how it breaks down for the Horizon League tournament this year. Uh, so, in the last three years, <clears throat> Motor City Madness has been at um, was at Joe Louis Arena, and then last year Little Caesars Arena. There, all ten teams participated, and you you had your first round games, and then the three and four seeds got a buy, and then the one and two seeds got a double buy. That format is gone. It is now. And all the games were played in Detroit. Now, it is now only eight teams. So, if you are, if you finish the regular season ninth and tenth, you, sir, are shit out of luck. You will not be playing. So, on the fifth and sixth, what's going to happen is on March 5th and 6th of next year, Instead of playing those quarterfinal games at in Detroit, they will be played at the campus site of the top four seats. And then the semifinals and the finals will be played at Little Caesars Arena on the 11th and 12th. And that is the new format. And as we've alluded to already, this <clears throat> will be the last year of Motor City Madness. So... Let's talk a little bit about, I guess, the most striking change, because none of us are really that surprised that, that yeah. Motor City Madness was going to go away. You could have telegraphed that a year ago, that that thing was going to go. So what I am struck by, however, is the fact that you now have this new, this is like, this is like the third, a new format change. So the double buy yeah. is gone. The, the 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 top two seeds are no longer, you know there is no longer um, a top seed protection and you, there's no there's no continuity you know 
um, John Lacrone, the Horizon League, they, they wanted to create something special. And the problem is that they had that thought after they created something special. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the Oops. Horizon League tournament was a format and apologies to all the Oakland and Northern Kentucky fans out there, but you weren't around before. So let me tell you now. Well, I suppose Oakland was there at the end of it, but well, yeah. Well, don't forget NKU, uh, Oakland, and IUPUI. Don't forget that they, you know, they showed up. They just showed up too. So for all of you fans out there, I try not to think of IUPUI. I'm just kidding, guys. (laughs) Wow. It's um. No, I, I, I just it was skipping my mind. It's the end of summer. We're I know. Plus, my mind's just prone to lapses, anyways. But you know, in for those fans who weren't around, you were probably in conferences. Uh, IUPUI was certainly in a conference, and so was Oakland, where they attempted to kind of, sort of. You know, they, they they attempted to kind of sort of put together a you know a destination conference tournament. It's always been in was it is it Brookings, South Dakota, where they do yes. the summer league tournament every year? Uh, that's what is that? That's the uh, oh crap! What is that name of that facility? The Pyramid? No, not the Pyramid. It's the um, Pyramids, Memphis. Oh crap! All, all I all I know is I think it's, that the city that it's in has the same. Population is like four Milwaukee suburbs. Yes, it's and that, that's fine. Like some, it was in a smaller, you know, some had a lot smaller cities, and that's fine. But the point is that Oakland, you know, Greg Campy was going to the opposite side of the league's map to go to Summit League, formerly MidCon, you know, tournaments. Sure. And then he figured when he got here, comes in, and I'm sure he had a lot to do with setting up Olympia with Horizon League to try and, you know, get himself a home tournament. And, yes, it failed, but it also wasn't – it never should have happened in the first place. Um, As we've the, Horizon League, the Horizon League, like the Summit League, does not have – the, the – we do not have the fan bases no. to travel well enough for that. I would like to see us get to that point, but we are not there. So let's start thinking about, you know, they should they should have been thinking about this before they signed the signed the deal. The Horizon League tournament format that was before Motor City Madness was a model for conference tournaments across the country. Mm-hmm. The reason it became a model was because of the incredible protection the top two seeds got and the monumental protection the top seed got. Yes. The idea was, whether you were first, second, or tenth, that format was designed to make it so that the team that came out at the end of the tournament was the best team in the conference. Yes. I realize that a lot of people think, well, you know... Whenever there was a one seed, they got the, all they had to do was win two home games on their home court on national TV, and they would be in the tournament. How is that fair to the team that finishes seventh? Do 
better in the regular season. Mm-hmm. Everybody talks about how you know. Everybody talks about what the problem with conference tournaments is. It makes the regular season not not you know. It makes the regular season irrelevant. BS. The regular season is completely relevant because if you don't get a top two seed, you don't get that double buy. No. If you don't get if you don't win the regular season championship, you don't get home games for the entire tournament. No. And you only you don't have to play only half of the tournament compared to other teams. So yes. You deserve that extra. And you know what happened when we did? We sent the best team in the middle, in the beginning of March, every single year. Yes. And I include in 2014 when my team was the nine seed or whatever the hell we were, the five, I think we were the five seed or seven seed or something. Yeah. Yeah. But that was 2014 too. And remember that 2014 year was pretty stacked. Well, and and at the top. people say, well, how how does that mean you're the best? I'm saying that on March 15th, we were the best team because, yes, Green Bay was the number one seed and the best team through most of the thing. And if if both teams were healthy, I would have given Green Bay the nod, you know, 99 out of 100 times. But, but they weren't at full strength. Kiefer Sykes was hobbled. Alec That's Brown's true. shoulder was was messed up. Yeah. They were not the best team to send to the Horizon League tournament, and they lost in the semifinals. Wright State could not beat Milwaukee, even though they had a home game in the championship. Milwaukee was the best team to send. Yes, they ended up losing by 20 to Villanova, and then ended up winning a championship a year later, but it was, I mean, Milwaukee was winning late into the first half in that game. But you go back to the when the one seeds were going. Mm-hmm. You know the the Horizon League tournament was designed by Lacrone, and yeah. and and for all the things that I say we negatively, say. that we that we all the times we beg on Lacrone, mm-hmm. I I have to point out that this amazing tournament was made by this man. Yes. This and, tournament that was designed to win NCAA tournament games. Yes. That's what it was designed for. And it was designed to put the best team in the dance. Mm-hmm. And that is what they did every year for several years. And even if, Bob, and even if it wasn't Bob, a let's do a, Bob, let's do a thought exercise. Yes. You throw, out, you throw out a year that we had that tournament format, and I will tell you why that was the best deal. Just throw out a year. Oh, you know I'm throwing throw, out 2009. 2009. Okay, so here we go. So Butler, number one team hosting the conference tournament. Yes. It was a, a year before their first of two two straight Final Four runs. Mm-hmm. Cleveland State was the three seed. Yes. Cleveland State had to win, not because they didn't finish in the top two. Mm-hmm. They did not have the double bye to the semifinals. So they had so to go Cleveland to four games. State, Cleveland Four State games. had to they had to win a home game on Tuesday. Yes, they had to go to they had to go to Indianapolis, mm-hmm. win it win it quarterfinal on Friday, turn around and then beat was it Wright State in the, in the semifinals? I believe so. Yes. Yeah, so they, they, they beat Wright State in the semifinals. Was it Wright State or was it Green Bay? I oh, it was they, had to beat the, they had to beat a number two seed in the semifinals. Yeah. The next night, when that team had not played in over a week. Yep. They had to win the game, win a game, and then the next night win a game, mm-hmm. 
And then they had to hang out for a few days and play the best team in the conference on national television on the yep. best team uh, on the home court of the best team in the conference yes. at Hank Fieldhouse. Mm-hmm. And they won. And yes, they what did. happened, Bob? What happened, they Bob? Beat the shit out of Wake Forest. Crashed Wake Forest. Hell you yeah. Because uh, on March 15th, Cle- the Cleveland State Vikings were the best team in the Horizon League. Exactly. That was absolutely the case. There was there was no ifs, ands, or buts about it. They beat Butler on their home court on national television, and they earned the Horizon League championship mm-hmm. and the right to play in the NCAA tournament and whip the shit out of Wake Forest. Yes, sir. It was beautiful. Yes. It beautiful. Right up there was Cedric Jackson throwing a 90-foot bomb to right in Jim Beheim's face. Yes. But the tournament was better. Yes. And the whole the whole thing the whole thing about it, all all of this came because of the format. If everything was on an even keel mm-hmm. like it is in the high major conferences mm-hmm. where almost every high major conference tournament the team that is you know the number 1 seed has probably the same deal as like the number 5 seed you have a certain number of games they equal it out i mean do we realize that this new conference tournament format this new format this lazy ass format chopping uh-huh. off the bottom two teams how have 9 and 10 seeds done in the horizon league tournament in the past couple of years they haven't Oh wait, 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 wait! Oh, with, wait, with wait, the lone exception wait. of Youngstown State, the, the not. Uh, what what about what about Milwaukee? Yeah. Okay. Oh, that's true. What? Holy shit! You're right. Holy shit! That's right. These bad teams. What? Who, who is? Uh, what? What seed was Cleveland State this year? They were eight. They were eight. Yeah. You have. You have a conference tournament that doesn't do doesn't give the protection to those top seeds. Mm-hmm. So you can have teams be more susceptible to fluky games. Mm-hmm. And fluky games are part of college basketball. It happens, but you want to send the best teams possible. Mm-hmm. Want to make it so that a team that finishes eighth, ninth, or tenth has it has. Of an incredibly difficult path to the tournament because they have an incredibly they have to, they have to prove so much more that they deserve it. Yeah, that's why when Milwaukee won four games in 2014, beating two teams on their own home floors, that's why that was a big deal. Mm-hmm. The answer isn't to shut out the nine and ten seeds. No, and. I don't think Milwaukee's going to be one of those seeds this year, but mm-hmm. and I, obviously I'm not a fan of you know IUPUI or Youngstown State, and if those teams were 910, I would want them in the tournament anyway. The, a conference tournament shouldn't be shutting out teams. The conference tournament make it hard to shut out those teams, but it's, you know, you don't you don't shut them out from complete. You, they have, should have a chance. They should have a chance, and what like. If this is the format going forward, how does Youngstown State even come? Like, 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 Youngstown State's only going to be in half of the conference tournaments moving forward. At, and they're only going to be in half of the tournament. 
that's is that is that is that fair? I don't think so. It's not like we're. I mean, what are we losing? Are we losing the the, the cost of playing an extra like? If it's if it's about money, what's the point of having the conference anyways? Any know. any reason to shut a nine or ten seed out of the Horizon League tournament is also an argument against why even having a conference, why even having college basketball in the first place, cost time. It doesn't matter. There's no reason to shut these teams out, and there's That's no. That's what we're re- doing this year. There's That's no reason, exactly what we're doing this year. There's no reason that winning the Horizon League regular season championship should afford you the same protections as being the four seed. If you if you're the number four team in the Horizon League, if you mm-hmm. finish if you finish fourth in the standings yeah. at the end of the at the end of the season, you have the same advantage that the champion does. That is some major league bullshit. So, yeah. Well, so here's why here. And I got to ask about this. You know, the, the way this got set up, the way that it's structured now, it, I mean, this could have been announced. I mean, the, the, the tournament format they've known about, I mean, how, why did it take so long for them to come up with this, and this is the best they could come up with. Is it because they had to spend three months negotiating with Olympia to get just the two games, or what the hell was that? I mean, that's the part. That's, I, the, I, I that's don't know. the mystery. I don't understand that. I and, honestly I, have no idea. I mean, it doesn't make sense. So Olympia doesn't want to give up the weekend. No, and I of totally they don't. Why would they want to? Why would they want to give up the weekend? They saw what happened last year. They realized, holy shit, I could probably do better with a Red Wings game. They may be actually do better with a Red Wings game or, you know, whoever's in town that day for concert. I mean, or NHL, whatever. I think the NHL has I'm I sure think the NHL has I, preference for the building. For, I, think, I think their I, first tenant. I don't know. I, I'm just – I'm generalizing. I'm, they probably aren't even in the building that weekend because um, I didn't even look at the schedule. But – they, they could probably do – I think Olympia looked at it, saw what happened last year at LCA, because they didn't give a crap about what happened at Joe Lewis Arena. That shit was getting knocked down anyway. They looked at the numbers – they probably looked at the numbers from uh, from Little Caesars Arena, and they thought to themselves, well, hey, I could probably do better. And on that Saturday, on, in that on that Saturday, I could probably do better with a Smash Mouth concert. And name the last hit they had. Don't worry, I'll wait. I'll, I'll, I could I could have Kid Rock up there doing whatever. Ted Nugent could show up. And the Milwaukee Bucks did a '90s night, and they had Coolio at play at halftime. That was pretty sweet. There you go. A cool, really. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I think I think MC Hammer shows up at uh, at Warriors games. Of course, he is a. Yeah, but anyway, but but you get the point. MC Hammer, fun trivia, was my first concert. I was five years old. MC Hammer, by the way, follows me on Twitter. By the way, that's like a crowning achievement of mine. So shout out to MC my, Hammer. My crowning achievement is that I. Uh, my crowning achievement is that I had DJ Spinderella talk to me on Twitter. Nice. And. She was the reason that I knew I liked girls when I was a kid. 
Good to know. <laughs> there you go. Good to know. But you, you see where I'm going with this. On that Saturday, when you had it. when you had Little Caesars Arena for this for those games, uh, for those Horizon League tournament games, the Motor City Madness games on that Saturday, you could have just as easily had a concert that would have drawn probably twice as much. Freaking Enya could have been in there playing Orinoco freaking Flow, and she probably would have had more people in that con. And that's what I'm telling you, and that's what I'm sure that's what Olympia was thinking. I could probably do better with a concert on that night than I did with uh, Motor City Madness. Well, we we knew what Motor City Madness was about for Olympia a long time ago. It was about, of course it it was was about showing showing the Big Ten tournament that they could host yes. their tournament. You know, exactly. that was, that's what it was about. And now whether that they've done that. Whether it's the Big Ten hockey tournament or the basketball tournament. Either or, yeah. Yeah. I didn't think about hockey, but because yeah, that's that's a pretty big deal, obviously, with the Big Ten. Yeah, I, think, I, I hear they do hockey at Little Caesars Arena, so. Oh, yeah, really, yeah. I, I heard the Red Wings are there now. Yeah, I mean, they're going to do that, – that arena is amazing. They're going to have a Frozen Four at some point. They're sure. going to have – they're, they're, I mean, I don't know if they're going to get a final four. Well, not a final four, but I'm sure that they'll have a regional finals or something in the NCAA tournament. By the way, as a, as a short, quick aside, I hate football stadiums for the final four. I wish they would go back to, like, Madison Square Garden, like basketball arenas. That's where the final four should belong. But that's just me. Yeah. So, Anyways. All right. So, but yeah, the point ahead. is, the point is that in doing that, you're absolutely right. And Olympia, that was their purpose going in. Everybody knew that, that their purpose going into this was to show the NCAA, show the Big Ten specifically, that they could host a tournament format, a college basketball format, a college anything format. And I think, truthfully, I think they succeeded. I think they succeeded in that. And now that they've, now that they realize that they can, they can put their resources into a Big Ten tournament or be it basketball or hockey, or be it into a Final Four game, well, probably not a Final Four game, but be it into a, a Frozen Four game, or even host an NCAA tournament, uh, a couple of rounds of the NCAA tournament. Either way, they have proven, Olympia Entertainment has proven that they have the resources and they have the organization to be able to do that, which is fine. Which also means that, but we knew this. You and I knew this. Half of the fans in the Horizon League knew this already. For some other reason, however, the Horizon League didn't know this, and that's what the, and that's what the mystery is to me. How on earth? Why on earth? Knowing that, knowing that they th- that Motor City Madness was, for lack of a better term, a vehicle for Fall Olympia to show what they could do to bigger conferences to the NCAA itself. How do you not plan for that? How do you not plan? You knew you had, the the original deal was for three years. Olympia had an out clause after year three. After last year, after last year's tournament, Olympia literally could have said, "We're done. We're done with this. Have a nice day." And and the Horizon League could have just said, "Okay, fine. Then you know we'll good do, luck I in mean, all your future endeavors." Yeah, good luck in your future. Or and then you know. Figure out a new alternative. Maybe have a stopgap year where they do it at the at the thing at 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 the school of a number one seed, or whatever. That is not what happened here. What happened here was, what happened here was, after the tournament ended, 
there was six months where we didn't know what was going on. And then all of a sudden, the, the, the format comes out, and not only do you, are you only getting two, uh, two days at Little Caesars Arena, a Monday and a Tuesday now, not a Saturday, not a Friday, none of that. You're only you're you basically chucked the format of the tournament. You chucked the entire format, and now the bottom two teams are, you know, maybe it's not fair, but you know what? Still part of the damn conference. So I it, like. It, and I'm going to harken back to, to to what this I thought this was, uh, what I what I thought this move reminds me exactly of what happened last year when Valpo left for the Missouri Valley and the Horizon League invited IUPUI. It was a panic move. Period. They panicked. I can't think of anything else. I can't I can. think of any other reason for the for that to happen other than it was a panic move. Like holy crap, we we're only going to have 2 days at Little Caesars Arena. Okay, I'm just going to blow up the whole tournament. I'm just going to blow well, up the the format or a variation of the very format that that they crafted and perfected over the mid the over to over the mid to, uh, during the mid 2000s that resulted in tournament wins in the NCAA tournament from about 2003 till about 2000 at least 2011 and you're telling they me had, that, that uh, they, yeah. so so you decided that that format you chucked that format for this because of what? Because you thought that because oh you only got two days at Little Caesars Arena as opposed to you know the four that you had really so from 2003 through 2011. Yes, the Horizon League had the eighth most NCAA tournaments out of all conferences. Yep, you are absolutely if, correct. If you take out Butler's two Final Four appearances, uh huh. The Horizon League had the eighth most NCAA tournament wins in that time span. It didn't yes. change. No. That format worked. It wasn't the the Butler Final Fours were not flukes. No, and they by weren't. the way, may I point out as I have before that Butler's second Final Four probably would not have happened in this tournament format. No, it wouldn't have because. What, if, what if were, Butler I, Butler would have been the uh, I believe they were the two seed. Yes, in eleven because you they you got tournament because Cochamp Cleveland yeah. State was a three seed. Yep, yeah, I think and were like Valpo, three or... was, Valpo was the four. Twenty eleven was probably the 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 closest the Horizon League's come to having four seeds that were equally worthy of a, a, yes. of the same advantage. That's right. Because Valpo tripped up on the last game of the year, ended up like one game back of Butler, Green Bay, or Butler, Milwaukee, and Cleveland State. Yes. And Cleveland State ended up not getting the advantage. Butler ended up getting that advantage and uh-huh. then beating Milwaukee in the championship game. And then the rest is history, second Final Four in a row, to prove that their Final Four was not a fluke. That's right. The year before was probably the best Horizon League team ever. 
but but that format's but, gone. But I brought up I brought up the point that the, you know these format did not protect. I mean, if that Butler team in 2010 loses to Milwaukee in the semifinals, which it was, Ricky Franklin missed a three that would have tied it with like 45 seconds left or something like that. Mm-hmm. Or maybe, I think I think it might have been like as much as like 90 seconds left. If that shot goes in and we had been storming back and had would have taken you know if we had taken the lead they wouldn't have been icing it they would have had to play and if they had a couple you know a couple balls by Milwaukee's way you could have had Milwaukee winning on Butler's home court in the semifinals and go- the chance of Milwaukee in 2010 beating Butler if we had the the if we had the Motor City Madness format in 2010. Mhm. Butler the one seed, and I'm talking about the last few years of Motor City Menace, where they still have the double seed protection. You would have had Milwaukee playing Butler, not in Indianapolis, but in Detroit. And Butler would not have had that incredible home court advantage of Hinkle Fieldhouse in the semifinals. Now, mm-hmm. people say home court, Schmoll Corp, whatever, Butler is a better basketball team. That's fine. Butler was a better basketball team. But my the point that I'm making is that Butler was not, uh, Butler would have been more susceptible to the upset. And they ended up winning by 9 I think because they iced it with a bunch of free throws, but Yeah. But they wouldn't have been in the icing situation had Ricky made that shot and they wouldn't have been in the situation where I mean they they, they would not have been in the situation they ended up being in. Because they wouldn't have had that home court advantage. Butler definitely had the best traveling fans, but they wouldn't have had sure. the home court advantage at, you know, the Joe or the LCA. And, a, a, I mean, in college basketball, more than any other sport, home court advantage is real. 72% yes. of the time, the yeah. home wins in college basketball. That's far more than any other sport. Yes. Including, including college football, which people think is the is is most leading towards the home team. It's not. It's actually college basketball. So mm-hmm. when you're talking about an incredible home court advantage like Hinkle Fieldhouse, they didn't have that in 2010. No. If they would, if we would have been playing that game in Motor City Madness, I'd say your chances of Milwaukee winning that game would have been a lot higher. And if Milwaukee would would have won that game, would Butler have made the tournament? Yes. Butler would have made the NCAA tournament, I oh, do absolutely. believe. But you know what would have happened? They would have dropped like an anvil on the seed lines. Yes, that's true. They would not. Well, what seed? I, not, yeah. I believe they were an eight seed playing yeah. Old Dominion in the first round. Mm-hmm. They would not have been an eight seed. They would have been a. a they would have been like a twelve or a thirteen, or or you know maybe as good as an eleven. But the point is, is that they had a Final Four, and Gordon Hayward is a few inches away from a national championship on that shot because of the 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 deck that was stacked in front of them, and in 2010. And what I'm saying, what I am 100 percent saying right now, is that had the Little Caesars Arena format of Motor City Madness been in play in 2010 mm-hmm. or in 2009 or in 2006 or 05 or 03 
if we had had that format, we may not have had the best team representing us in the tournament or the best team that may, you know, in, in the case of Butler in 2010, they wouldn't, they, they would have all but certainly have dropped on the seed lines and put themselves in a completely different group in front of them. You want to be as high a seed as possible because that gets you the easiest path to the final four. I am saying right now that this current format and mm-hmm. the most Joe Lewis Arita LCA format, mm-hmm. neither of them, neither of them, even with the double buy previously, neither of them would have produced as many NCAA tournament victories as the previous format. And that right there is the reason they signed the the you know Motor City Madness deal in the first place was to try and just. It was a money grab, twenty thousand, yeah. twenty thousand dollars a year per school. <laughs> Who cares? Now, okay, oh, but they still have money. So here's the. Now I'm reading the release again, and this is the part that's that, that I'm here. Here's something. This is, and I'm gonna. This is line for line from their press release. The Horizon League Council has created an ad hoc committee to explore sites for future. Horizon League basketball championships. The you league has also returned. Wait, wait, the league has also returned retained the services of TSE Consulting, an Indianapolis-based consulting firm, to aid in the process. Why are we going through this charade? We know where this is going. If 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 John Lacrone wants to put together a destination conference tournament, uh huh. He, we should probably create a time machine so that 45-year-old John LeCrone can step out of it and slap himself in the face. <laughs> this, is, okay, so- this, is the, this is the dumbest idea. And don't get me wrong, I'd much rather visit Indianapolis in March than I would Detroit. And before all you Oakland and Detroit fans start going... <laughs> My reasoning is not that Detroit is a crime-riddled city. My reasoning is that Indianapolis is a city that is made for sporting events like mm-hmm. the like Horizon League tournaments and all those things. Oakland fans, you should have been there when Butler was in the tournament, and we were going to Hinkle Fieldhouse almost every year. Yeah. But Indianapolis was a fun city, and... If we end up doing that, where we're, this tournament ends up going to Indianapolis, I can at least take solace in the fact that I'm going to enjoy myself for a few days, whether or not Milwaukee's you know go far in the tournament. But again, this is this is this is what they've been telegraphing the whole time that, and 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 I continue to argue the fact that Indianapolis should have been the place it should have been the location. For this tournament in the first place. Well, I it should have been. here's here's my here's my problem. We I, have a lot of them today, by the way, folks. I don't know if you noticed that. We have, a, we have a lot of problems. My main one being that I, I still think that the campus site for the number one seed, mm-hmm. I, I, the, the previous format was the best because it gave the best results. And this is, I am also speaking as somebody who has been a fan of a program that has been hammered by that format. Yeah. So I'm not biased in that. 
I may be biased in the fact that I, I've, I've been to a few NCAA or Horizon League championship games and semifinals that we were hosting. And for all you people who poo poo about it, that's, you know, your, your team's fault for not winning that stuff and getting you those tournament games at home, you know, but, you know, sucks to be you, do better. You need to learn. You, 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 it was so obvious. The people that were for, you know, keeping at the campus sites were the ones that had uh, experienced what it was like having those, that tournament on campus. Yeah. Also, exactly. the people that want the tournament to put the best team in the, in the NCAA tournament. If we end up at Farmers Coliseum... I would I would consider it a slight upgrade if it's with this new format where yeah. you just have top eight seeds with f- f- screw that it's no it's not a destination Absolutely tournament not. if your idea is to have a destination tournament why then do a destination tournament you don't get you don't do a, 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 a you know three game three games is not a tournament lacrone. It mo- this is not Motor City Madness. This is Motor City, yeah, Motor City Blahness. Yeah, Motor City. No, Motor City Sadness. You got another real hashtag. Yeah, huh. I, I, I've seen that one before. I'm not using that one. Um, I, well, Motor City Sadness was what we had before. Maybe, maybe this is just Motor City. Motor City us. Melancholy. I don't know. Get that? Yeah, so, I don't know. Um, As if Motor City Madness didn't have enough syllables. Motor City yeah. Melancholy. Let's go ahead with that. The, the the point I'm trying to make here is that th- this this Horizon League tournament. Motor City mess. There you go. Motor City mess. Yeah, this Horizon League tournament was uh it was a, a, an example of how to build your conference. You know, using your conference tournament as a tool to get yourself. A better, in better position to win in the NCAA tournament. And John Crone put together this format. You know, and, and there is one thing, I will say this. John Crone was trying because they tried to get the NCAA to let them do the double buy. Mm-hmm. And if, and if they had the double buy, I would have been a lot closer to being on board with Motor City Madness. Yeah, very true. Because then you would have had the best teams wouldn't be sub. They, they, you don't lose two fluky games. No, you don't. If you're not, if you're the best team, so the best team, I can see, you know, winning, a, you, know, you know, losing one game and then you know coming back and then finishing it off and being better, but not the way the format was before and not the, you know, the, the way that the NCAA wasn't letting them do the double buy. No. And I totally get that because, sure. it, or not the double buy, excuse me, the NCAA was double elimination, double elimination. And obviously in that point, you get to a point where there's double elimination. Every team's lost once except one team. If that team loses or if that team wins, they're in, if they lose, there's another game. So yep. you don't you don't have that all or nothing moment every year because the team that doesn't lose a game will most likely beat the team that's lost one game in the first of two possible championship games. 
Mm-hmm. So you won't get that all or nothing atmosphere, that all or nothing deal. I get that, but you would have had the better team in the NCAA tournament. So I would have been fine. Okay. But the NCAA is not letting, didn't let them do that. So why the hell didn't the Horizon League have a backup plan in place to move in? They, and, and that's the that's the one I think other thing I don't understand. They've had three. They knew that the initial deal was for three years. Olympia could have opted out after year three. They had three years to figure out. Oh, by the way. There is an option that they may decide to either severely cut the number of games that are at her, at the arena, or we're just going to get rid of it altogether. They had three years. They had they could in three years they could have put together a plan B. Ted and, Baxter and I, would have known. For you want to take some old references, Ted Baxter oh, would have known that <laughs> Motor City Madness was a three-year thing. Yeah. I'm I'm honestly I'll be honest with you I'm actually kind of surprised that they even got the two games uh the two days but I'm also I'm also surprised by the fact that I'm also again I'm just I'm I'm bewildered by the fact that they had two they they 6 months 6 freaking months man 6 freaking months between the end of Motor City Madness and when they announced the new format Six months, and you're telling me in six months, this was the best they could come up uh, with. Well, I'll I'll say this: as a Milwaukee fan since 2005, I can I can honestly say that I was not expecting. <laughs> I can, I can honestly say that I I, I was not expecting the uh, Horizon League to be able to do the right thing in six months because they frequently will schedule when when you know when we had Butler in the conference I would argue and Wright State fans may argue against this but I would argue that Milwaukee was their biggest rival in the conference mm-hmm. except for maybe like you know 07 08 span a little bit Yep. Milwaukee's arch rival is certainly Green Bay. Of course. Without without fail, Milwaukee hosted. Milwaukee had Green Bay or Butler in yep. a home in a home game during semester break when students were all at home. Mm-hmm. Every damn year yes I did this I, I did a sketch I, I did it for the UWM post and I wish I had I wish I had had Panther U up at that point because I'd like to have a record of it and the UWM post the student newspaper had fallen apart and they don't have like archives online I wish I had it because we did a thought we did a thought exercise where we put together a schedule for like 2000, I think it was 0809 we did a schedule or, or 0910 we did a schedule where every team hosted no games during their break because at the time because Valpo was a school that came back came back really early Butler came back a week after them like they like Valpo was back like the first week of January 
Butler yeah. Butler is back the second week of January, so you could load up home games for those schools and not have them do like five of their nine conference home games during you know during their first couple of weeks. You you wouldn't have them on the road a ton, but you would get home games for them out of the way while other schools weren't at home. Other schools didn't have their students. Uh-huh. You could do it and put together a schedule to make it so that every team played all of its home games while there were students in school in session. Yeah, we we did that. It was it was me and I think Brett Winkler, who now works in media relations for the Golden State Warriors. Uh-huh. I think it was me and him, and I want to say Mike Kennedy, who works in media relations for the for the Twins. I can't, oh, okay. I can't remember, I can't remember who worked on that, but we figured it out and we put it together and we, it was already out there. It might have been Tim Prawl. I don't know. It doesn't matter. It's the, the, the point that I have is that we put together a schedule where everybody wasn't playing at home during their break. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right, Wright State was on trimesters, so they had a different schedule from everybody I else. I totally don't remember that, honestly. <laughs> and my, so. my, yeah, my, my point is that. The Horizon League couldn't put together a schedule. So how the hell are we expecting them to put together a Motor City Madness tournament, a new tournament for – like, I'm glad you mentioned that. My expectations are nothing from this conference. So – I expect um, nothing. Yeah, wow, damn. We talked about this, and uh, I feel like we got to do another episode here because we didn't even talk about the actual conference schedule or the television schedule. You you up for for another episode? Yeah, I I think we should do – I mean, I think what we should do is kind of spread it out. We got some time before the first beginning of the season. This is true. This so is true. So I would say that I'd like to get one or two or maybe three, or maybe we do another Horizon League fan battle royale because I didn't get to do that yet. Uh, no, you didn't. Um, I was actually th- – honestly, I was actually thinking about, about – um, I was thinking about that uh, – but I, I think, uh, yeah, I think next episode, I think we we got to hit. We, I want to hit the I want to hit the TV schedule. I want to hit the I want to hit this conference schedule because I actually touched on a couple of things that you just mentioned. So um, we'll, we'll 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 put that in the bag and uh, open that up uh, for next episode. Sound good? Sounds good to me, guys. Excellent. All right. So as always, you can catch the Horizon Roundtable new episodes on SportsHacks.com. HAX.com. Uh, you can find it on, um, on wherever you find podcasts, iTunes, Pocket Cast, TuneIn. Oh, one thing I did, fi- did see, uh, earlier today, I found out today, that you can actually, uh, pull up new episodes of the Horizon Roundtable on your Amazon Echo device. Ask Alexa to open, uh, to play podcast Horizon Roundtable, and it will pop up. I yeah. just found that out today. Yeah, I did that at my uh, I did that at my parents' house a few weeks ago. It was kind of cool. That on, we, can you do that on Google Home though? I'm trying to figure that one out because I yeah I haven't haven't experimented. So uh, I don't know, do but we Google should Home, be on we should be on play. So yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd expect so. But you know, hey, if listeners, let us know if you can Absolutely. do that. Absolutely. Absolutely. So next week we're gonna. So next week we're gonna tackle the. Uh, we're gonna tackle the, uh, the the conference schedule. We're gonna talk about this. Uh, this t. This this whole TV business. But um, we'll, we'll definitely we'll definitely have a conversation about that. So uh, so definitely stay tuned and uh, definitely thanks for listening this time around. Take care, everybody.